five. Hmm. Get in the verse. Seventeen. I'm trying to wrap up verse 17 so I can move on. So today I will try to bring at least that portion of it to a conclusion. It's a familiar verse, but perhaps one that we don't totally uh, understand. It reads as such in our hearing, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 17, and it reads as such. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Turn to your neighbor and say, hallelujah. 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 The thought, the thought, the thought that I want to preach to you is this. I am becoming who I am. Yes, I am. Would you say that with me? I am becoming who I am. Father, even in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask that you would give preaching power. Move Tracy out of the way. Allow there to be a pouring out of your Shekinah glory. Father, speak life. Lord, breathe life. Allow us to take in what you are breathing out and allow that which you have already imparted to come alive. Lord, make the dead stuff fall off. Dead thinking, dead attitudes, dead ideals. Lord, today, allow there to be a setting free of the life you have already imparted into us. Lord, I receive. Lord, I receive. Lord, I receive. Lord, I receive. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. The title that I named this is, is almost a paradox because it's saying that I am something, but yet I'm becoming what I am, which means I'm leaving what I was because I'm not quite showing forth what I am, but I... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, man. No, in one sense you are there, but in another sense you're getting there, but in another sense you are already that, but you haven't arrived at where you are. That's why we're confused about this Christianity thing. Because God speaks as though we are here and it's already done, but yet we're living over here because we haven't arrived at what he's speaking, so we feel like we're not there because we haven't arrived yet. We are catching up to what God has already done. I mean, look, he said, he, he, said, he don't say you are becoming a new creation. He says you are, you, you are. It, it's already done. The moment you accept Jesus, God didn't start it. He finished it, but yet he's taking you to it because he's working something out of you that he put in you, but it's in you, but it got to be manifest out. Tell the person next to you, I'm being processed. It, it does not yet appear who I am because I'm yet in process. 
I'm more than what appears because I'm being processed. Don't, don't, don't make me stay where I'm at because I'm on my way someplace else. Don't, don't, don't go back to my past because I'm not there no more. I won't fit into that because God is moving me. You know, you know, one of the strangest things about this verse is it, it, it speaks of what's done, and yet it does not appear yet. Matter of fact, you don't even know who you are yet. You in process. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. If you're not careful, you will hinder your own growth because growth makes you uncomfortable. Matter of fact, it won't even just make you uncomfortable, it make your family and your friends uncomfortable. People will always try to keep you where you are. Listen, not only do I have to fight my own uncomfortability, then I got to deal with people who don't want me to change because they liked me the way I was because it made them feel comfortable. Okay, can I be honest with you? Where God is taking you, you may not be able to take all your friends. And can I put my foot in it even a little bit more? Okay, even some family members can't go where you're going because they want you to stay where you was. The hardest thing is to have aspiration and vision that is bigger than where you came from. Sister Simpson, you running for mayor. The problem is you're not from outside, you're from inside. So the hardest people to convince that you can become that, that, that is, is people who grew up with you. Remember after I had, you know, I, I told y'all a little bit about, I told y'all a little bit about, I told y'all a little bit about, I told y'all a little bit about before God got a hold of me, I told y'all a little bit about, we ain't going there no more, we ain't going. But I remember I had friends that, that we used to, and, and they would come, and they never did this before, a bag full of drugs. Laid it on the table before me and said, you can have all of it. You can have any of it. You can have whatever you want. And I said, I don't want that no more. You, you know what they was doing? They was testing my change. <laughs> Is it real? I remember, you know, I grew up in King High, so Redwood Store was the hangout. I, 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 some of y'all remember that. So, 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 so I, I was going in to get something, and, 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 you know, God will amplify your ears. Saw, saw some guys walking down Kennedy. Now, I should not have been able to hear them. I saw them. They saw me. They went, and this is what I heard. I heard someone say, man, you know, Tracy done changed. Trace is different, man. He don't do it. I heard one say, he ain't changed. Just wait and see. Watch. He's going to be back where with us doing the same thing he was doing. He hasn't changed. And, and, and I smiled to myself and said, watch me. <laughs> so I said, listen, don't get mad. Don't get upset. And just think to yourself, watch me. Watch me take my flight. Watch. This which Paul is writing Really, the word he's talking about is metamorphosis. It's the same word that we use for transformation. And what he is saying is, is that something, the metamorphosis has happened 
on the inside, and, 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 and God is bringing it out on the outside, but metamorphosis has already taken place. The core of who I am, my spirit man, The problem that we have is with God, if you're saved, you've been born again in your spirit. But that hasn't changed your mind. Faith is that I get the word in my mind till it changes my will. So my will can connect to what's true in my spirit. It's true in my spirit, but if it's not true in my mind, it's not true to me. Because my will is going to decide what my mind has declared is true to me. As a man or as a woman thinking, so if, even if it's not true, if it's true to you, it's going to keep you in bondage where you are. God says we're more than a conqueror, and we say that, and we say that, but many of us don't feel that. We're not walking in that. We have allowed the experiences of our past to be so in our mind that we can't change what we thinking because we think we are losers. We think we can't do it. We think we can't overcome. And as long as you think that you won't because you tap into what you think. Listen, all this change, all this power in your spirit, but because you can't, you have not, as Romans 12, 2 says, it says, renewing with the renewing of your renewing me. keep renewing you gotta renew you gotta work this process this is your part of it and as your mind is renewed faith coming faith changes the will the will tap into the spirit now you done tapped into your power source it's not that God needs to give you anything more. He said, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or can imagine according to the power that shall be revealed already in you. But you haven't tapped into who you are in your spirit because you haven't changed your mind. Listen, this process is not easy. It's hard. You know why? The devil don't want you to change. Your family don't want you to change. And if you're not careful, you don't. Why are you messing with me, God? I'm comfortable right where I'm at. No, you know, you know, growing, growing costs. I remember it was amazing when, when Brett was getting, he would say, Dad, I'm hungry. I said, you can't be hungry. He said, I'm hungry. I said, you just got through eating, but I'm hungry. I'm getting something else. And he would go to sleep and go to sleep for a long time. And when he woke up, he was taller. Now, I was kind of glad, but I was kind of sad. You know why? His pants was high waters now. His shirt didn't fit right. You know what that meant? I had to go buy some new clothes. The $100 gym shoes I just bought. I mean, just bought. Not even wore out now. Dad, they hurt my feet. They can't be hurting your feet. I got smart at a certain age. And I told him, you pay half, I pay half. 
What I'm trying to show you is any type of growth is going to bring uncomfortability. Metamorphosis, metamorphosis, metamorphosis. It comes from that, 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 that process of a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. There's a hitting process that is done in a cocoon where this crawling thing become a flying thing. kind of scared to show y'all caterpillars because I thought somebody might get sick because of the ugliness of it. I don't like caterpillars. Had this neighbor that had this, I don't think it was a tree, I think it was a weed that grew up too big. And every year, it would get these nests of caterpillars. Yeah, that's it. It was right next to my driveway, dear yard, a foot away from my driveway, and it would be two or three of those. And when they burst, it would be all climbing up my house and my driveway. I finally had enough and cut the tree down. Don't tell nobody. Huh? It was a weed. I thought it was a weed. My neighbor's weed. <laughs> I'm still in process. I'm still in. Don't judge me. I'm still in process. Okay, let's get back to the story. Flowers. They would cause havoc to vegetation. They're ugly. They're unattractive. But you let that thing get into its cocoon. All of a sudden, I don't know how something so ugly can change to be something so beautiful. It gets into its cocoon. God will get you if you allow him. He will get you by yourself. Notice, he don't ask permission from nobody. That's why you can't let nobody tell you what you can't do, who you are. Folks will want to keep you a caterpillar because they don't want to go through the process. But you got to step out from among folks who, who, who are uncomfortable with your change. Let them talk about you. Let them say you done change. Let them say you don't do what you used to do. Let them say you can't do it. But you let God define who you are. It hurts. But it's a good hurt. Did you know that in order to get more anointed, you got to go through something? Did you know to get to the next level of your glory? Because all of us got different glories. You got to have a made-up mind. I'm not going to let nobody stop me. I am who God says next. Show me some butterflies. Hold on. Stop right there. Hold on. Look like it is complete. But I know somebody who found this, and what they did is they saw the butterfly struggling, and they thought that they was going to help, and they opened up the cocoon, and the butterfly died. There are some processes you can't speed up. 
are some things you got to go through in order for you to become what God wants you to be. Don't jump out. Don't get out of the fire. Stay right there. God knows what he's doing. I know you're almost dying. Stay in faith. Keep praising him. Keep thanking him. Keep believing. If God spoke it, he's going to do it. His timing is not our timing, but God's timing is the right time. Don't think you can outsmart God. And some of us have aborted part of our purpose, part of our blessing, because we jump out because we thought it was too hot and we didn't understand God was doing it all the time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It wasn't so much the devil that was testing Job. It was God. He allowed the devil, but the devil was an instrument. It wasn't so much Joseph's brothers. It was God using their evil intent to get Joseph to Egypt, put him in power to save Israel. What is it that God is working out that you need to stay right where you're at? Don't feel good. Don't sound good. But you try to stay in faith. What you do? You praise him. You thank him. He said, I trust you, Lord. Though you slay me, yet will I worship you. Almost look complete. But if you open that up at this point, it would kill the butterfly. Because you abort the process. <laughs> Give me some butterflies. As I was going through the butterflies, you know what I discovered? They come in every color under the sun. Listen, look at that. It's clear. You see that? Notice, they don't eat leaves anymore. They pollinate flowers. Pollination is the process of carrying the spore of one flower to another flower that it may have increased in the flowers because now it impregnates other flowers. Caterpillars ate flowers. Butterflies pollinate flowers and make there be more beautiful flowers because now instead of eating flowers, it sucks the nectar from the flower and then the spores of the flower get on the butterfly. So as it goes from flower to flower, it's giving increase to flowers. Let me ask you, are you eating other people's blessing? Are you blessing people as you walking around the way? Are, are people running into Christ when they running into you? Are they running into the caterpillar? Do they see the butterfly or the, that you are or the caterpillar you used to be? Notice what I said. Not that you are but that you used to be. But if you and I don't change our thinking, we can be caterpillar. We can be butterflies who's acting like caterpillars. Can you see a caterpillar down there trying to crawl like a, can, can, can you see a butterfly down there trying to crawl like a caterpillar? Its whole anatomy has changed. Its whole character has changed. Its demeanor has changed. And as weak as they look, did you know that the Marduk 
butterfly who originate in Canada flies to Mexico for the winter? I said, well, those little things that go from Canada to Mexico every year because it knows that winter's going to come in Canada, so they march their way, fly their way to Mexico. Though it looks weak, it's strong. It's falling, it's calling. Listen, when you are set on your calling, I don't care who says what. You said this is your calling. I don't care what the newspaper writes. I don't care what people have to say. You stay on course to what you believe God has called you. The naysayer is going to say all sorts of stuff. But if God called you, you set your eyes on what God has called you. Listen, listen, listen. Even well-meaning folks can deter you. One of the greatest enemies of our calling is family. I never understood why here in Mark chapter 3, beginning verse 31, that Jesus is in this house teaching, and, and, and in his teaching, the house is full of people on the outside. So Mary and his brothers come and say, you know, we want to see Jesus. So someone comes to see Jesus and says, your mother and your brother want to see you, and Jesus says, no. Hold on. His mother, his brothers wanted to see him. I didn't understand it until I went back into the chapter, chapter 3, verse 21, that when they started hearing the things about Jesus, his own family said, he's crazy. Huh? Nobody denied that he was doing the miracles. You can't deny miracles when you got the people that was blind and see, when you got the people that was lame and walking. But it made them uncomfortable because he no longer was the Jesus they knew. When you start walking in your purpose, folks are going to try to keep you in a box where they are comfortable with you being what they want you. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Listen, even Mary got carried away. And the scripture says they come to take him by force because he was out of his mind. And Jesus says, my mother, my brothers, my sisters are the ones who hear, who understand my purpose. Listen, listen, can, can, can you think with me? They, their will was, since dad is gone, you now the breadwinner, because now it's not Joseph the carpenter, it's Jesus the carpenter. He took over family business. They wanted him to be the Jesus who took care of mama and made sure everybody else in the family was taken care of. He's Jesus the carpenter. You hear that when he goes back to Capernaum and they can't because they want him to fit in a box too. And they said, we know you. You're the carpenter. We know your mama. We know your sister. We watched you grow up. We, uh, well, when, when did you get all this? Hold on. They never denied that he wasn't doing it. They're just saying, we're not familiar with that you, so we're going to reject Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Randy, come back to where you used to be. I knew you here. What, you stuck up now? You think you better than me now? You holy roller, you. I remember when. You done changed. You know what? Uh, you know, it, it, Hey, y'all, you know, he think he's, he think he's better, you know? He never was all that anyway. 
You know what it is? He makes me feel uncomfortable. Because I'm not pursuing my destiny, my calling, my purpose. See, if you're saved, you got a destiny, you got a purpose. And you can't wait till others agree with you. You got to find what God has called you. And in spite, listen, you love them, but wait, wait a minute. He can love me from a distance. See, I can move to him, but he can't move back to me. But you got to get that soul in you that you are walking in faith, that you're staying in faith, that you, that, that you Paul, Paul, come, 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 come help me, Paul. Come help me, Paul. Paul is knowing that he's called to Jerusalem because Jerusalem is the hub center, not Jerusalem, but Rome is the hub center of society, of the Roman nation. He has to go to Rome so he can influence the center point of the empire. But at Rome, eventually he would be killed. And scripture says that everywhere he went, the disciples would say, don't go. You're going to be in chains. And, and the Bible says, Paul had his eyes straight forth on going to Rome. Matter of fact, there's other places that say, come see us. And Paul set his eyes on where he was called because he felt a call to get to Rome. Listen, other Christians said, no. Other Christians, Jesus said, I'm going to cross, and Peter took him aside. You ain't going to the cross. You ain't going to die. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan, because you desire the things of man and not what God has for Are you allowing people to pull you off your course? Listen, you can't please people and Jesus at the same time. But it's my mama, but it's my grandmama, but it's my papa, but it's my daddy. But when you stand before Jesus, they're not going to be there with you. They didn't save you. They didn't die for you. They didn't raise for you. They didn't pull you out of your mess. They won't be there when Jesus is there. I'm telling you, nobody loves you like Jesus. So you might as well set up your mind. I'm going to be everything he has called me to be. Tears running down your face. A determination. I got a call. Listen. God is calling you beyond where you are. And it takes you to get along with him and begin to ask him, what, Lord? What is it, Lord? Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. You know what? Many times we're too busy and too noisy. And we're drowning out what the Spirit is saying, not what the mind is saying, what the Spirit is saying. And God speaks in a quiet voice. Now watch this. If I got the TV on all the time, if I got the radio on all the time, if I got everything going all the time, then I'm only going to hear this. But I need to hear what the Spirit is saying to me, I got to pull away and not answer the phone. I got to pull away and get serious with the Lord and let the Lord show me. Go, go, go about, about right there. You ought to see you beyond you. 
You ought to see where God is taking you. You know why you need to see that? As long as you see that, can't nothing take you off your course. There's a whole lot of voices that are talking, but when the Lord has shown you something, you keep your eyes on what he's showing you so you can press your way. Listen, listen what Paul said. Paul said, I forget the thing. I've forgotten what he took me from. I've forgotten my doubts. I've forgotten my mistakes. I'm not letting that hold me anymore. I, I, I'm not what I used to be. I forget that. People try to remind me, but I'm not reminding myself. I use it as a, as a testimony to let people know what I came out of, but I'm not trying to go back there. I'm not trying to be that no more. I don't fit in that box no more. You ought to be breaking boxes all the time. I don't think that way no more. I don't talk that way no more. I don't act that way no more. Why? Because there's another level of glory with my name on it. It's from glory to glory. Hold on, hold on. Let me debunk. Some of us think just because I'm saved, I'm good. You ought to be saved and growing. You ought to be saved and changing. You ought to be a butterfly, not continue to be a butterfly acting like a caterpillar. Don't you want to be like G? Randy, come. Go, go, go get. You know what he, you know what I've done? I have called resistance. Because they don't want you. People don't want you. You don't want you. And you got to press with everything in you. You got to press through reading the word. You got to press through with praise. You got to press through putting the word in you. You got to press with everything in you because everything that can stop you is going to try to stop you. And you're right. The closer you get, God keeps moving the picture. Why? Because you ought the picture ought to be growing. As you are growing, the picture ought to be growing. But, but watch this. When, when, when you are doing this, you are looking more like Christ with every battle, with every step, with every struggle. The spirit in you is unfolding, and you're looking more like Christ. But you got to keep on pressing because it's one glory to the next glory to the next glory to... If you're not pressing, if you're not fighting, then you're not growing. I don't understand, preacher. Why? The next level is more glory. The next level is more power. The next level is more anointing. The more God will show you himself. He said, he said the pure in heart shall see God. The pure your heart comes the more God starts showing you himself down here. Not up in heaven, down here. Your vision of Jesus ought to be greater than day than ever. What are you seeking? I'm, I'm, I'm done. Watch this. God <coughs> is such a God of purpose that before the foundation of the world, he already had purpose for you. Hold on, hold on. 
Watch this, watch this. Come with me. He went to the end of the journey and crowned you. Did you hear that? You are already crowned. Then went back before you born and blew you and your mama and your daddy. That's why he hides the crown. Because y'all will laugh at it. It then says, if you just believe me, I have given you everything you need on your path. And I will walk. Now my says, don't look at that. Look at me. He says, learn of me. Take my yoke upon you and learn because I have already overcame it. I know how to take you there. I know how to get you there. And if you keep, you took. Notice as soon as he took his eyes off of me, we stopped moving. We only can move forward as long as he look at me. But the moment he takes his eye, 